Okay, so today we're looking at Detective Comics number 70, published in December of 1942. We're almost in 1943. On the cover, we have Batman and Robin. They're underwater. Robin's in this little bubble ship. Batman's outside the ship. He's got a tank on his back, and he's using a torch to cut into the bubble ship. And inside the bubble, Robin seems to be running out of air, even though he's the one who should have air. On the inside cover, we have Batman, but just his head and shoulders. And he and this bald guy are having a staring match. There's a little bolt of white lightning between them, and above Batman and the guy he's having a staring match with, we see a panel of Batman punching this bald guy with Robin standing behind him. And the bald guy has more white lightning connecting the thought bubble to his head, so he's reading Batman's thoughts. And this comic is called The Man Who Could Read Minds. So the comic starts out with a performance from Carlo, the man who could read minds. Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson are in the audience, and when the mind reader's assistant comes and asks for objects from the audience for Carlo to guess with his mind reading powers, Dick gives him a pen. He's all, I bet Carlo, the man who could read minds, won't figure out what I just gave this guy. When the assistant goes back up to the stage holding the pen, he's all, what am I holding? Get it right, Carlo. And Carlo is all, a pen. And all the audience gasps. Carlo really can read minds. And then he proves it again when he guesses a watch correctly. Bruce and Dick leave the theater, and Dick is so excited, he's like, Bruce, Carlo really can read minds. I wish I could read minds like him. And Bruce is all, you can read minds just like him. Because he wasn't reading minds at all. He's a fake. Bruce, you're such a killjoy. Everybody knows he's a fake. It's just fun to watch. But apparently Dick had no idea that this man was a fake. Because when Bruce tells him that Carlo's assistant was informing him of what he was holding by using certain key words, he goes, That cheap crook. Yeah, people who can read minds don't exist. You're supposed to suspend your disbelief and have fun with it. Batman comics aren't really a high-power system yet. Like, the only supernatural power I remember actually working in them is hypnotism, and that kind of works in the real world to an extent, so basically no magic in them. That night, when Carlo drives home, he's very aware that there's no magic in Batman comics. He's all, my act went over big tonight, but if only I could read minds for real. And then the car that he's driving slips on the ice. It goes out of control and he crashes right into a sign for his own show. Carlo, the man who could read minds. And it's got a big picture of him on it. I actually want to give a little description of this guy for once. Like I said before, he's bald and wears glasses, but I don't think Bob Kane knows how to draw bald people. He always draws them with really long flat heads. For a while, I just thought it was because all his bald guys are evil, but now I legitimately think he cannot draw bald people. After the crash, Carlo is taken out of his car and brought to a nearby hospital. He has a head injury, and the doctors are going to have to perform life-or-death surgery on him. 
when he's in the operating room, they have two big lights on him. But then, outside, the storm crashes. Lightning has hit their main electric wire. They have to turn the emergency lights on. They get them on pretty fast, but there was still a period of time where the doctor had his scalpel in his brain where no one could see. He's all, oh, I hope my scalpel didn't slip when the lights are out. Lightning continues to crack outside, but they get the surgery done. The doctor says he'll be good as new, and everyone else thinks it's going to be a great operation. But will Carlo be the same as before? For fate's tricky fingers have slyly guided the surgeon's scalpel during the momentary blackout. It's funny how they pretend that something had to go wrong externally to the surgery for something bad to happen to this guy and not just because he was having a brain surgery. Fortunately for Carlo, he's not too messed up. Instead of having actual mental problems, he gets the power to read minds just like he's always wanted. While he's recovering, he is able to read the minds of some of his fellow patients. He's all, great guns, I know what they're thinking. Then somebody looks over at him and thinks, that guy has such a funny face. And he snaps at the guy. He's all, did you ever look at yourself in the mirror? And the guy is shocked into silence. Carlo grins, and the lenses of his glasses go all whirly. He's like, I can really read minds. My brain is like a receiving set. That operation must have done it. After he gets out of the hospital, he starts to turn his mind-reading powers for evil. First, he cheats at card games with his mind-reading powers. I love how card games in these comics are always depicted as a single table with a spotlight above them shining only on the card game. Carlo's all, ha, if only they knew I could read their minds and tell which cards they had. Then he starts going on radio quiz programs, and because the person asking him the questions always knows the answer, he's able to answer the questions correctly by just reading that guy's mind. He starts making loads of money, but after a while, he wants more. He's all, I'm through with this small-time stuff. I can make big money with my powers. I can do anything. Anything. And the lenses of his glasses go even whirlier. A couple days later, it seems like he really has started a big crime spree because when Bruce and Dick are out on the street, they see an enormous shining banner pinned to a building that says, Another mysterious perfect crime. Dick is all, he seems to anticipate people's movements. And Bruce is all, this sounds like a job for Batman and Robin. This panel is interesting because the only thing in color here are Bruce and Dick's skin. The building is white and so are their clothing. Is this an artistic choice or did they just decide not to color this panel? It doesn't really matter because the next night, Batman and Robin are out looking for anything suspicious. They land on a building and look around, and while they're doing that, they see a pinpoint light from an office building. Batman says it could be a tenant, or Robin doll, or the thief, let's go. Batman and Robin swing over to the building and land outside the window. Batman kneels down to look in, and he's all, shh, let's take him by surprise. They look in the window, and it's Carlo. He's wearing a hat that covers his eyes, and he's by the safe of the building, unlocking it. Nothing to this, he says. I read the owner's mind for the combination of the safe. Now all I have to do is open it. 
It's a wonder Batman doesn't hear all his talk of mind reading, but he doesn't. And when Batman goes to jump in the window and punch Carlo, Carlo gets out of the way. His mind reading powers warned him that he would be attacked. Then he and Batman start to fight. Carlo's dodged the first blow, but he can't get out of the fight entirely, and he has to throw a water cooler at Batman. Robin kicks a stool at him, but his mind warns him again. He's all, I knew Robin was going to try to kick that stool over on me as soon as he thought it. Even Batman and Robin can't stop me. He runs out of the building, and as he goes, he senses with his mind powers that Batman has a razor-sharp mind dedicated to fighting crime, and that Batman is the only obstacle in his path and must be removed. He turns around and goes, Batman, I know who you are. Batman's like, no, he doesn't. He can't know that I'm Bruce Wayne. And of course, Carlo reads his mind and now knows exactly who he is. He's all, I know you're really Bruce Wayne. Don't try to catch me or I'll expose you to the world. Batman gasps and backs up. He's all, he knows. And while he's still dazed and confused, Carlo's able to escape. He's all, goodbye, Bruce. And you too, Dick. Batman and Robin run after him, but they're too late and he escapes. But, lucky for Batman, he has noticed over the fight that this guy's voice sounds kind of familiar. And the next day, when Dick is reading the paper about Carlo's new solo act, Bruce snaps his fingers. He's all, Carlo, that's the answer. It was his voice. Somehow he's gained the power to read minds for real. That's how we knew my identity. That is kind of a leap, Bruce, but because he does have an identity as a mind reader, I will give it to you. Bruce and Dick decide they need to go to Carlo's new act. And it's a very impressive act, too. He has three people up on stage, and he reads their minds. Don't think of any of your valuable secrets, he teases them as they sit on chairs on stage. Bruce is all, that clever scoundrel. He tells them not to think of their valuable secrets, and that makes them think of their valuable secrets. Then he goes and robs them. Dick's all, yeah, but we have nothing definite on him yet, and he has plenty on us. They go back home, and the next morning, they get a package. Bruce Wayne opens it, and when he does, a bat flies out. It's a bat box. How dare he? The disrespect. Carlo has damaged the sanctity of the bat box. Batman, send him to the electric chair immediately. Go make him walk the last mile to the death house. Be ironic, because he got his powers because of lightning. So it would be appropriate to have those powers electrocuted away. Batman pulls the note out of the egregious bat box, and it reads, A bat to the Batman. The disrespect. I saw you at the theater last night. No doubt you know my identity now. But remember, I know yours. I'm going to Miser's Isle. Don't try to follow me. If I'm caught, the whole world will know who Batman is. Carlo. Yeah, just tell Batman where you're going. That'll work out great. And indeed, Batman focuses on that right away. He's all, Miser's Isle? That's where that strange, eccentric old Pete Georgeson lives. He's supposed to have buried treasure. 
Carlo must be after it. Dick's all, okay, but are we going after Carlo? And Bruce stands up straighter and poses with his shadow in the background, looking very cool. It's come to back him up, sensing it being that it is. He's all, yes, Dick. With his uncanny power, Carlo can become the world's greatest criminal. But we've got to catch him, even if our exposure means the end of Batman and Robin. Hmm, that does raise some complications with sending him to the electric chair, but I have confidence in you guys. Batman and Robin get dressed back up in their costumes, possibly for the last time. Robin's all, gee, we sure had some wonderful times in these outfits, didn't we? Yes, but you also had some very horrible times, like those three or four separate times where you almost died. Batman's all, yes, chum, this is our last case. Let's wind it up in glory. And then he takes this shiny golden bat and puts it into his belt. It also looks like it's got spikes all over it. Hopefully this is his secret weapon to defeat Carlo. Batman and Robin get in the bat plane and fly out to Miser's Isle where they land right next to a little house. They burst in the door, somehow not breaking it this time. And when they do, Carlo's waiting to trip them. His mind has informed him again. He pulls out his gun and he's all, You didn't take my warning very well, Batman. You'll have to take some lead instead. And he shoots right at Batman, but Robin throws this shield in the way and it hits the shield with a clank. Carlo gets mad and throws the gun right at Robin's head and knocks him out. It looks like it's only a single bullet gun, so that must have been its best use. Then he rips a sword off the wall and Batman pulls off a sword too and they start fencing. But, oh no, Carlo can read Batman's mind and has the advantage. Every time Batman goes to make a move, Carlo just parries him easily. When Batman goes in with his disarming strike, he gets disarmed instead. Carlo's all, you forget, I can read minds, Batman, now. But there is no now, because even though Batman has dropped his sword, he's not unarmed. He scoops up a whip, also from the wall, and starts whipping at Carlo. He disarms him of his sword, too. Carlo backs away into the corner, afraid of the whip. But then, just as Batman's advancing on him, he pulls a lever attached to a plant, and the floor gives out underneath Batman. He falls into a pit below. Carlo's all, I learned of all the secret traps in this place by reading old Pete's mind. You won't get out of here alive, Batman. Okay, this is implying that all these secret traps were here before Carlo arrives, making old Pete very, very paranoid. Now that Batman is dealt with, Carlo goes over to Robin and drags him to, quote, a nice resting place. It turns out to be a boat. It's got a bathosphere, which is the bubble ship from the front cover. Carlo says that old Pete had it for searching for sunken treasures. Then he shoves Robin in and throws him off. He's all, I've shut off the oxygen valve, so you only have a little while before you strangle to death. Ho, ho. He looks up in the sky and his eyes go even whirlier and he's all, I've done what no other criminal has ever been able to do. I've disposed of Robin and soon the Batman will die. That's completely untrue. Criminals dispose of Robin all the time. There was that one time the Joker surrounded him with sulfuric gas and he stopped breathing. Or that other time Clayface trapped him in a fire, just to point out two of the most dangerous situations he's been in. Meanwhile, 
Batman's down in the pit. But it's not just any pit. The walls are moving closer together on a track. Batman's all, oh no, I'll be crushed. It's just two walls, not all four, but they can definitely still crush Batman. There's an oil lamp hanging above him in this pit, and it makes his shadow look especially bat-like. Or maybe his shadow has just decided to be a bat today. Who knows? The walls close in faster and faster on Batman. He's all, I've got to do something fast. Okay, hear me out, Batman. That lamp hasn't been crushed, even though it's probably hung here since the place was built. So you just need to stand where the lamp is, and the walls probably won't crush you. Batman has a different idea involving the lamp, though. He takes the whip that he was holding when he fell into the pit and lassos the top of it. All the oil that was in the oil lamp pours down on the ground, and the wheels that the walls are on lose all their friction. They can't roll towards Batman anymore. They just roll around wildly. They do that for a little bit, and then they go back to their starting position. Batman's all, woo, a little more and I'd have been flat and thinner than the Joker. I didn't know the Joker was especially thin, Batman, but I guess that's just one more thing we know about him now. Now Batman has escaped the deadly part of the trap, but he still has to get out of the pit. He looks up over him where he sees a photoelectric cell beam, which, as far as I can tell, is some sort of sensor. Batman's all, I wonder what would happen if that sensor was disrupted. He flicks his whip up in the air and breaks the contact of the cell beam. Once it's broken, a section of stone wall slides up and Batman's able to climb the stairs behind it. But even after he gets out of the pit, Carlo's taken precautions. Because when he finally gets up to the surface again, he's surrounded by a cage of bulletproof glass. He can see out of it, though. He sees Carlo talking to an old man who must be Pete. He can't hear him, but then suddenly he goes, Robin, he's in trouble. I've got to go rescue him. What is this? The comic asks. Can Batman too read minds? We shall see. I mean, maybe there's a greater explanation behind all this, but he could also just assume that he'd left Robin in the hands of the enemy, who is now clearly doing something that isn't to do with Robin, and just think Robin's in trouble. Carlo turns around from talking to Pete and sees Batman on the other side of his bulletproof glass cage. He's all, Batman? He escaped the pit? Well, it won't be for long. He takes this rope, which I assume is a fuse, and lights it on fire. He's all, this little explosion ought to settle you and Batman, Pete. I'll go collect your treasure chest from where it's buried. Batman doesn't really care about the treasure, though. He is still stuck in the glass cage, but his ultimate go is to go rescue Robin. He rams his shoulder into it, and he's all, I can't break through the glass. But then he has an idea, and he pulls out of his belt the little gold bat from before. And it is revealed to us what this presumably secret weapon is. Apparently it's not a secret weapon at all. It is a diamond-studded, bat-shaped emblem. Batman's badge. His badge for what? It's not his badge for being an honorary member of the police. His badge for being Batman? I didn't realize there was one of those. Is he going to have to pass it on to the next Batman? Well, that won't be for a while. In the meantime, Batman uses his stupid I am Batman badge to cut a hole in the bulletproof glass. 
he kicks it out, and then he goes and unties old man Pete and defuses whatever bomb there was. Pete's like, you saved my life, Batman. And Batman's like, yeah, now I gotta go save Robin. Meanwhile, Robin is at the bottom of the ocean and running out of air. This is relevant because Carlo has actually gone back to the ship. He says that Pete has hidden his treasure in the hold of a sunken ship. And he has to go get it with a diving suit and an oxyacetylene torch, which he found on the ship. He's only just picked up the torch when Batman comes swinging out of nowhere on a rope and almost kicks him in the face. But his mind warns him just in time. They wrestle for a bit over the torch, and then Carlo shoots it right at the wires that are holding Robin up. Batman's all, the bathosphere. There goes Robin. How am I going to get him out now? He punches Carlo in the face and knocks him over. Then he grabs the oxyacetylene torch and dives right into the water. He goes to the bathosphere, where Robin still hasn't quite run out of air, and starts oxyacetylene torching it. He blows a giant hole into it and grabs Robin out. They go back up to the surface. Robin seems to be okay once he can breathe again. But the person who's not going to be okay is Carlo. He has this giant hook that he's going to throw at Batman. But just as he lifts it up, we hear BANG! And Carlo drops the hook. He's all, ugh, shot. And on the shore, we see old Pete holding a gun. He's all, try to take my fortune, huh? Sneaking thief. Well, that squares me with Batman now. Truly, this man is a hero. Batman's most evil foe and Batbox thief is now defeated, vanquished, and dead. Batman and Robin get back on the land, and Batman says he's going to go signal the Coast Guard so that they can take charge here. And Robin's all, yep, go ahead. Now that Carlo is dead, our secret identity is safe. But, unfortunately, Carlo isn't quite dead yet. He's washed up on the shore of the island, and even though he's dying, he decides to get some final revenge on Batman. He finds a stick and starts writing out in the sand. Batman is really Bruce Wayne. Batman throws his previously established plastic chest bat symbol on the lighthouse. And when the Coast Guards see it, they immediately come. They're all... Batman, you're here already? And what's the trouble? After just a little bit of looking around, they find a dead guy in the sand. They're like, oh, that's the trouble. They look over and see that he's written something. But when they go over to read it, it doesn't reveal Batman's secret identity to them because Carlo only wrote the message in sand. And after he died, there he is laying face down dead in the water. The tide came in and erased the final line of his message. Batman's all, Whoa, he tried to write my name to tell the world who I really am. And the Coast Guards are all, oh, don't worry about it, Batman. We prefer it that we don't know your secret identity so that you can continue operating as Batman. Later, Batman and Robin get in the Batplane and fly home. But before they get there, Robin asks, Batman, how'd you know I was in trouble? Because obviously Carlo didn't tell you. And Batman's all, oh, Robin, you've forgotten. I can read lips, so when he told old Pete, even though I couldn't hear it, I still found out. The end.